he has just called Philip to come and follow him and to be his apostle, his disciple. Philip, in turn, having a really good friend whose name is Nathaniel, but also in the Gospels his name is Bartholomew, goes to him and says, I have found the one who is prophesied in the Law, the Psalms, and the Prophets. And his name is Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And Nathaniel, being the skeptic, being also the sort of engineer of the apostles, he was very systematic, wanted to know everything to the T. He said, what good can come out of Nazareth? And Philip responded, why don't you come and see? You take a look for yourself. So Nathaniel did just that. He went and tried to find Jesus. And as he was walking toward Jesus Christ, Jesus looked at him. And with the eyes of Christ, which is so piercing, that can see into the molecules of our body, the DNA of our body, those eyes look into the soul of Nathaniel. And Jesus made a character statement about someone in the Bible that he has not done before or after that. He says, here is an Israelite where there is no deceit. Here is an Israelite where there is no deceit. Nathaniel had a very honest spirit. He's a very genuine man, a man of integrity. When we hear the word integrity, when we hear the word honesty, we should think about both those words as basically one. Integrity is the process of living out a life of honesty. And honesty is telling the truth, simply put. And that was the type of person Nathaniel, or rather Bartholomew, was. In our time, in our society, we are taught to lie. We are taught that by whatever means necessary, we need to get what we need to get. And there is a spirit of deceit in our country. A spirit that is not associated with the Christian. I remember when I was at Penn State University at State College. It was my third year and I was taking my marketing core classes and I sat in a class of a very revered marketing professor. And after one month, this professor, when we got to the part in business class where he talks about ethics, he said, I'm not going to teach on this subject. I'm not going to go into this chapter. Because when you're in business, ethics, throw it out the window. I was stunned. I couldn't believe what he was saying. He said, ethics, which all of you might or might not know, is the discipline 
of doing the right thing in the business world, in the corporations. He said, throw it out the window. When you're in business, there's no such thing as ethics. And you know, it was like providence. A few months after that, Enron closed down, and all those major corporations started to tumble because of ethics violations. People were greedy for money. People were lying. People were stealing. And you saw the judgment of God come upon these major corporations and how God struck down the people who were lying and stealing and taking it from the average man, the average Joe who was suffering on the sideline, in the periphery of this society. And so we live in a society that is deceitful and which lies. But yet we are called as Christians to have integrity, to have honesty, to be somewhat innocent in our pursuits. There are three areas that I want to explore where we need to be honest, where we need to have integrity. One is in our family, second is in our workplace, third is in our church. In our families, we need to have integrity and honesty, especially with our spouses. We need to be as honest as possible about how we feel. And if we are having difficulties and problems, never hide anything from our spouses. I speak for myself too. I've been married for seven years, and it is a hard part of the marriage to be completely honest, to have complete integrity, to tell your spouse what you are feeling deep down on the inside because you're slightly afraid of what they might think or how they might perceive you to be. Nevertheless, always be honest because in the end, honesty will pay off. And not only that, our children are always looking at us. Whenever we become the hypocrite, our children will close the door on our faces. And they will look the other way. They will try to find integrity where they can. If they don't find it in the home, they'll look elsewhere for other things. So integrity is to be an example for our children. Honesty is to be an example for our children. And as parents, we have to do it. And we have to show our children what it means to have integrity and honesty. In the workplace, the same thing. We must always seek the best ethical standards at work. I've been working in the school district of Philadelphia for 11 years. Now, the school district is quite different than many of you who are working in the corporate world. Nevertheless, there are issues that come up that I've experienced that I could have lied, I could have said the wrong thing, but God had prompted me to tell the truth. And I won't lie to you here either. There were situations where I didn't tell the truth, or I fudged it. And those situations never went the right way. See, whenever you are honest, and whenever you tell the truth, people won't honor you. But you know who's going to honor you? God's going to honor you. God will always honor 
an honest person. He'll always prosper an honest person. And he'll always exalt an honest person. When we lie, the gains are immediate, right? We seem to have success in the short period, but in the long run, we're going to be in trouble. We're going to hit difficulty. So at work, always be honest and seek the best ethical standards. And in the church as well. Many of us are involved in church ministry. Yesterday I was in the Enthusiasm Conference. I was the main speaker. It was the New Year's Conference. And you saw how all these young youth were so excited about ministry. And we are as a church very excited about ministry, involved in the ministries of the church. And at all times, we should seek to be honest and to tell the truth, never to hide anything from anybody. Because in the house of God, God is seeing, are we as ministers of the gospel, as people who follow Jesus Christ, are they telling the truth? Are they living a life of integrity? You know, when people come to this church and they see this church, they have to say, these are people who have integrity. They're honest because they follow Jesus Christ. So let us as a parish build our life on integrity and honesty. Lastly, let me end with this. Tomorrow we're going to celebrate the life of a great human being. His name is Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. He fought in the civil rights movement and he died for the cause that he stood for. And he was a man of integrity, a man of honesty. You see, he could have done things through the back door, he could have done things that were dishonest. By any means necessary, he could have tried to attempt to get civil rights for all people of color. But he chose the honest path, the path of truth, the path of justice. And that shows that in the end, it counts. In the end, Truth, integrity, honesty, it works. You see, he gave his life up for truth. He gave his life up for honesty, for integrity. And now we are reaping the fruits. We live in a just society where all people are equal because of the sacrifice Martin Luther King Jr. made for this society. Let's live a life of integrity. No bribery, no backhand deals, no money for position. None of that ever should come into our position, our life, our ministry, our family. Always be a person of integrity and of honesty, like our Lord God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Let us bow our heads in a word of prayer. Oh, Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this afternoon you've given to us. This blessed day where we are able to gather here and to praise you and to glorify you. 
Help us to live a life of integrity and honesty. In many ways, we are not honest. And sometimes, Lord, in our heart, we are deceitful. Right now, even myself and all those who are gathered here, we ask for forgiveness from all the deceit that we have committed in our life, the lies that we have said. We right now submit all things to you, knowing that your blood and your body, which is consumed in us, forgives us of all of our transgressions and makes us whole in you. Shower your mercy and grace upon each and every single one of us this afternoon. In your precious name we pray, Amen. As the Father, His children,